I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a new edition of the Cardscast. Louisville preparing to get back into ACC play. Boston College visiting LNN Stadium on Saturday, kickoff at 3.30. Going to be on the ACC Network. Louisville coming into the game, 3-0, trying to get to 4-0. They're a 14-point favorite currently. You look at the ESPN FBI, Louisville's got an 88.3% chance of winning, the, the, their system says. Even though Boston College coming off, you know, their best game of the, the young season, the season thus far really should have beaten Florida State. Uh, so the game may not look as gimme as it did a, a few days ago, but let, let's talk about it. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. And Jody, I do like Louisville's chances, but Boston, Boston College certainly showed a lot more, at least offensively, and then also in the fourth quarter defensively against Florida State on Saturday. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm back and forth on it because I watched the game today, and yeah. it's a lot more um, – it, it's a lot more of Florida State kind of just kind of packing it in a little bit, I think, than, than, yeah. than it is anything else. Thought it was over. And, and you're talking about a team that committed 18 penalties in one game. And again, I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk, but I think Louisville is legitimately, it started, it opened at 13 and a half. It's now 14. I think Louisville is legitimately a, a 14 point favorite. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. the two touchdown is, is probably pretty good. Now will Louisville play to their potential for a full game. We really haven't seen that in the two games that, uh, that meant anything. They'll have to do that in this one. I think they can, uh, but will they do it is is another question, and I'm I'm not sure if they will or not. But uh, but yeah, it's this is a uh, this is a game that Louisville should win. They you should get uh, uh, to four and zero after this game. Yeah, one of the things we heard we've heard coach head head coach Jeff Brom say multiple times now is he he wants to see his team become more efficient efficient for for four quarters to get a little bit more consistency on, on both sides of the ball. And that's, you know, they seem to take a step forward against Indiana. Obviously, obviously the offense had its struggles, uh, you know, much of that self-inflicted, obviously you have to give IU some credit there, but there were some penalties and, you know, some drop balls and, and things like that. Some decisions that could have gone another way uh, might've changed the, the course of the game as well. But, you know, if, if Louisville to your point can become more efficient, then yeah, I really like Louisville's chances of getting beyond uh, the point spread. You know, can they do that for four quarters? That that's still to be seen. Yeah, and and again, I think it's uh, I just think it's one of those things where because of the final score, you think, oh wow, Boston College. But you know what I mean? Like 
Yeah. Florida State Florida State made a couple of really really bad plays including the fumble that led to the uh the the scoop and score uh that narrowed it in there. And then you know then Boston College just literally couldn't get out of their their own way. I mean, I I I'm amazed at some of the penalties that they got and that they picked up and um I mean just over and over and over. <laughs> I mean Jordan Travis one time in the second quarter Jordan Travis is rolling out to the right and the defensive end is chasing him down and and they're they're running trying to stay Travis trying to stay away from him and he just reaches up and grabs his face mask <laughs> and yanks it and Jordan Travis completes a 20-yard pass and they get the 15-yard penalty on the on the end of it. I mean, it's just like the yeah. the yardage, the penalty yardage didn't do it justice. I mean, there was so much more. It was it was crazy. I think what it does show though is you do need to show up every week, you know, if you anticipate to win, you can't you can't coast and and to your point, I think, you know, Florida State probably started coasting. They probably got yeah. confident, thought it was over with and and Boston College almost came back, you know, and bit them about it, you know, and and yeah, so they've, they've certainly got to show up, as Coach Jeff Brown was talking about today. You've got to have that one-game mindset. We hear that from coaches all the time. But it's it certainly, especially now that you're in the ACC conference play, um, it, it means a little bit more. And so you, when you have a game where you're a favorite like this, you certainly got to take care of business and come out and do it. You know, And, again, I think if, they, if they're able to become even a little bit more efficient than they were uh, that we've seen in the th first three games, then I think they've got a chance of covering that spread. I'm just looking up right now, and this is a crazy stat. Boston College has been penalized 38 times yeah. for 333 yards in three games. They're averaging a NCAA worst, 132 out of – well, the Colorado State and Boston College together. Uh, Colorado State and Boston College together are 132nd out of 100 – you know, there's 133 teams in the thing, um, and they're at 111 yards per game. That's That's wild. Yeah, and two teams where you know if they wouldn't have committed so many, might have got a you know an upset win over the weekend. But um, it, it, you know, do you expect that miraculously to all of a sudden they flip the switch and now they don't you know they only commit two or three? You know that's unlikely. So that's probably going to con continue to some degree to be a trend, a negative trend for them, and which is obviously works towards Louisville's uh, advantage. And you know, and I'm looking forward to seeing you know how Louisville continues to use the the running game and the pass game. I mean, you've got two of the nation's top playmakers, obviously on Louisville side, Jamari Thrash and, and Jawar Jordan just, you know, seems to make, they make consistently big plays, you know, so I'm curious to see, you know, how they continue to balance that out and who else steps up, you know, because you, you got to expect, especially now that Jamari Thrash is amongst the nation's leaders in receiving yards, he's going to get a little, little bit more attention. So you need guys to, to start stepping up in those other uh, receiver roles as well. So I think, we, this is a good topic to talk about a little bit here. All right. You and I talked a few weeks ago on the podcast about Jeff Brom and the feed that studs or however you want, whatever you want to call it yeah. nowadays. Um, Rondell Moore led the nation in, in receiving in receptions. Charlie, jo Charlie Jones was like second or third. David Bell led the nation. So, so three out of the last four years, I think he's had, Either either number one or number three as far as as uh, uh, receiving targets in the in the in, in the nation at the end of the year. Okay, yep. well, right now Jamari Thrash has fourteen catches for three hundred and twenty nine yards. But I think when you look at it and you take Jamari Thrash and Jawar Jordan, I think you've got 
you've got two of those dudes. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just yeah. one guy. It's not just David Bell. It's not just Charlie Jones. It's not just Rondell Moore. You've got two guys that you can kind of split and, and maneuver around. And, and yes, one of them's a running back. Uh, but, but I think that makes it better. And I think it makes it a little bit easier for the coaches because you don't have to give Jamari Thrash, you know, 12 to 14 catches a game. Now I would like to see him get 12 or 14 in one game. That would be, uh, it would be fine <laughs> by me. Uh, but, but yeah, I think, uh, Michael, I just think that you're going to see this continue throughout the year that Louisville is going to be fairly balanced as far as what they do run and pass uh, and how they do it and who they do it with, you know, with Jamari and with, and, and with Jawar. Um, it's interesting to me, I was looking at the, uh, 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 at, at the snap counts for the whole year on the offensive side of the ball. Yep. And the interesting thing to me is you take the five linemen and plumber out of the mix. Okay. And, and if you take the, if you take the quarterback and the five linemen out of the mix, Jamari Thrash would be number one at 161 uh, uh, out of, I think it's 190 snaps. Jimmy Calloway is the only other guy besides the five offensive linemen and Plummer with Thrash. Jimmy Calloway is the only other guy with 100 or more snaps this year for Louisville. He has 104. And you have to go one more deep, Josh Lifson with 97, and then you get to Jawar Jordan. So Jawar Jordan has, uh, uh, has played – just about half of the snaps for Louisville this year, which is pretty amazing to think about what he's done on uh, on those 95 snaps. Yeah, he sit, currently sits number eight nationally uh, with 114 yard 114.67 yards per game. You know, on that few of snaps uh, and averaging 10.75 yards per carry, which is what number two in the country uh, right now through three games. So. Um, you know, we've seen them both make huge plays. You know, Jamari Thrash, similar numbers, number 10 in the nation at 109.7 yards per catch. You know, and, and, and when you look at the depth chart, I mean, you mentioned Jimmy Calloway. We've seen other, obviously, we've seen Isaac Garendo, uh, Maurice Turner in the backfield for, for uh, in the running game. So it's, there are other quality guys on that depth chart that, that give Jack Plummer in this offense additional weapons if those, do, if those two do get, you know, kind of shut down a little bit, getting a little bit more attention. Yeah. And, uh, and don't forget Huggins, Bruce, and Coleman, and Chris yeah. Bell. Yeah. Uh, I- hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, the only thing that worries me a little bit about this offense right now, I I think, look, I think Plummer is getting better, okay? I think every game so far, uh, he has improved. Um, He graded out better than anybody on the offensive side of the ball. 
um, in the IU game, uh, like 92%. Uh, and, and, and it was like 91% in pass. And, uh, and he did a good job. I thought, look, I, I, the Chris Bell pass was the, was one of the best. The, I, actually, the Kevin Coleman pass might be the best pass he's thrown all year down the middle of the field. And Coleman, I know the defensive foot guy made a good play. You got to catch that ball. I mean, you got yeah. you got to yeah. catch that ball. The second best might have been the been the Bell pass. And I think Chris Bell stopped running, or he would have caught that and probably scored. Um, you know, Jamari dropped the ball. Uh, Jamari Thrash dropped the ball. Um, I, I think this is a team that, um, unfortunately you're going to see some drops. Um, that's kind of been the MO in, in fall camp and, and, and in, in practice and that, um, they just have to limit them. I thought Jack got better and is getting better. And I think that you've got to limit it. The one thing that does worry me about this offense though, is still the tight end. Uh, Josh Lipson. Jay, uh, Joey Gatewood had the touchdown catch against Murray and Lifson had a touch, had a, uh, a catch the other day against uh, Indiana. Other than that, they really haven't had any tight ends open. I mean, they, they, you know, I mean, they've thrown to Kariski a couple times times uh, with no catches. Gatewood was open on one of the plays he was in the other day. And I think we're going to continue to see him get better and better. Um, but, uh, but it's just one of those deals that uh, this has got to be, this this has got to be the, the tight end position has got to get better. It does. I mean, that's such a it's been such an integral part of Jeff Rom's offense. You know, at Western Kentucky and obviously up at, at uh, Purdue as well. Um, and I did. I kind of expected to see a little bit more uh, use of Joey Gatewood and attempts to get the ball to Joey Gatewood against Indiana. So I was a little surprised we didn't see that. Um, I, you know, and, and, and regarding Joey Gatewood, I mean, he's a guy that. You know, we talked about all camp and, and during our preseason coverage that he's one that's going to, you know, continue to improve as the season wears on. He's a guy that is going to be probably a heck of a lot better come game 10 than what we saw or in his limited snaps in, in just these first three games. So, um, you know, that again, I agree with you there. That's an area that they've got to, you know, somehow get involved uh, offensively. Um, but excuse me, you know, but you brought up the Coleman uh, throw and how good of a throw that it was. And we heard Jeff Brown talking about efficiency and, you know, and that, since you brought it up, I wanted to, let's go back to it a little bit. I mean, that, cause that was a play where, yeah, it's a great throw. He should have caught it, but it's also a play where could have gotten the first down. If you just kept it on the ground, just taking off running as well. And it's. Oh I, no, I, I wasn't I, talking about, I wasn't talking. I was talking about the one in the first half where he dropped it. Okay. I was got talking you, about got the you. Where he dropped it, but yeah, you're right on that one. On the on the one the second, I forgot about that one. Coleman should have caught that ball too. That's two of yeah, them. Yeah. You 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 have to catch that ball. And look, Jack is going to do that. That's Coach Brom has said that from the time he got here. That's the one thing about Jack Plummer that I don't know that you're going to get rid of in his game ever. He's always going to try to get the best uh, result instead of maybe taking the easiest result. Um, I would have result. Or, yeah, I, I I wouldn't have gone back and watching that play. I wouldn't have run it if I'm him either. Um, I I don't know how much you could have gotten running it, but if he just flicks the ball out to Maurice Turner, he gets yeah. twenty five. He gets twenty five yards now. He he went for the whole thing, and quite honestly, Coleman should have caught it, and he should have been in the end zone for a touchdown. That's just the that's the I mean that's he should have been, but yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, when he caught it, he 
he handed it to the defensive guy or the defensive guy took it away from him or whatever, however you want to look at it. But um <laughs> it look like a handoff to me, but yeah. That's that's what that's the the bad part about that. But but again, that's I just think that's what you're gonna have to get used to. Um you're gonna have to get used to it. I mean, remember remember for how many years was Malik Cunningham or the Louisville quarterback? I mean, you knew if, if he had an option, the first option was going to be him taking off and not like giving it up or anything. You just knew through that time. And with Plummer, you know, he's going to go for the, he's going to take the chance to go for the bigger play more times than not. And unfortunately in that one, it didn't work out. Yep. All right. Let's, uh, let's chat a little bit about uh, Boston college who Louisville's going to have to slow down on offense. You, you know, Thomas Castellanos, the quarterback, uh, for Boston College, who comes in one and two, uh, they they defeated Northern Illinois in their or they lost, excuse me, lost to Northern Illinois in their season opener in overtime, 27-24. Defeated Holy Cross uh, the following Saturday, 31 to 28 at home. That's a game you expect to kind of blow out the opponent there, and then obviously the the almost upset victory over Florida State, 31-29. Uh, but it, a lot of what they saw against Florida State was because of what their quarterback uh, was doing. He was doing it through the air. He was doing it, you know, w- with his feet. And that's a, a guy that uh, Jeff Brom today said it's going to be a good challenge uh, for the, the Louisville uh, defense. And, you know, I think he kind of called him a, a Russell Wilson type guy the way he played against uh, Florida State. So it is a challenge when you have a quarterback that can, you know, hurt you a little bit through the air as well as you got to make sure – you account for him in the run game as well. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And they're, they're like I said, they're better than what we thought they were going to be in three games. Um, they're giving up 28.7 points per game and they're averaging 28 points of game, a, a game. Uh, you know, when you, when you look at the breakdown, um, they've run it 59. Let's see, they've run it 114 times uh, for uh, about 4.4 yards a carry. Uh, they're giving it up about just under five yards a carry, and they're getting about 12 yards, again, on on passing. 393 yards. So they've actually outgained their opponents by about 30 yards. It, it's just – it's the penalties. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it really is the penalties that have killed them. I'd say two-thirds of their penalties so far from what I've seen in the films that I've watched, the clips that I've watched of them, have come on the offensive side uh, of, of the ball. They've also get, been getting the early and second halves. They have given up a touchdown, I think, each week on the first possession out of the second half. Um, so they have not come out of the uh, out of the second half all that great. Uh, Castellanos is their leading rusher. Um, he's got uh, 231 yards, and they've only got that's the thing they don't look very deep as far as running back is concerned they've got some good receivers some good skill position guys and that i like ryan o'keefe a lot he's a a wide receiver uh they actually have run a couple trick plays where he's thrown it a couple times um he is their kickoff return guy uh he's their punt he's not their punt return guy but he's their kickoff return guy um i like him a lot lewis bond is another wide receiver and Jaden williams uh is a kid who uh, has got four. He's only got four catches, but he's averaging like 27 yards a catch. Has got a couple of touchdowns as well. So they've got some talent. They've got some uh, some speed and some weapons. Uh, they're just not very deep uh, at the. Uh, uh, they're not very deep at the in the backfield as far as running backs are concerned. Um, and again, Castellanos. You know, you look 
good one game, look bad another game. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see where um, it'll be interesting to see where he is this week, you know, moving forward. I mean, this is a team that only rushed, they only rushed for uh, 146 yards and passed for 168 yards against Northern Illinois. Have they improved that much in three weeks? I think they've improved a lot. I just don't know how much they've improved. Um, and again, the Florida State thing is just kind of an anomaly to me because Florida State was up 31 to 10 in that game and cruising along. And then they went into cruise control and uh and 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 that and, and that's what did them in. Almost bit them. You know, a similarity these two teams have is on the defensive side of the ball. One area that Louisville's certainly trying to improve is a topic during the, the weekly press conference with Jeff Brom uh, this afternoon or on Monday is, hey, you need to get more pressure in the backfield, more sacks, more tackles for the loss. Louisville currently right now, number, what are they, number 116 nationally in tackles for a loss. Boston College even worse at 130. Similarly with, with sacks, they both are near the bottom. Uh, Boston College just with two sacks on the season. Uh, or two, yeah, just two sacks on the season, 128th nationally, and uh, Louisville not much better as well. Uh, so that's a similarity that neither team probably wants to share. Um, will Louisville be able to get better pressure uh, this week against Boston College? We'll find out. It's certainly one of the areas they would like to improve, um, and similarly with Boston College. But you, know, you look at the other the opponents and, and how they've been able to put some points up against uh, against this Boston College defense. And I really, you know, even if the BC can can move the ball and get in the end zone, I'm not sure how much they're going to be able to slow down Louisville, you know, at least consistently. Yeah, I, that's that's the thing. It's it's about it's about the entire game, and I just don't see I just don't see their defense slowing Louisville down. I really I really don't. But Again, they played well. Uh, they played well last week against uh, a, a Florida State team. You know, for the for the the couple of quarters, and, and Florida State, it was it was Florida State was down. Florida State was down ten to three, and then all of a sudden clicked it on. They're up thirty one to ten. So the beginning and the end, Boston yeah. College played well, and I think the end was more about you know Florida State not really kind of worried about. Uh, uh, who they were playing and just trying to get a victory at the end. To... But yeah, I, I, I like Louisville's matchups here, Michael, and I, I like Louisville to score points in this game. Yeah, and obviously it's a home game, so let's uh, let's wrap this up. And obviously they're going to have some recruits in. You've already reported on the uh, premium board at Cardinal Authority. A couple top 100 uh, kids are going to be visiting. We'll have a, a list at Cardinal Authority. But uh, whenever you have a home game, it's certainly an opportunity to bring kids in. And since this one's on a Saturday, you can reach a little further uh, to bring in recruits uh, and check you out to, on a game day. Yeah, there will be some Kentucky kids, but not many. Um, this will be mostly kids from out in the uh, uh, you know out of state and uh, and bringing them in for this game. The fact that it's a three thirty game is really nice because you get to uh, uh, you get to have some kids that maybe you wouldn't you know what I mean necessarily be able to get in here at, at a new on a noon game. So. Um, they'll have kids from about, you know, 12, 13 different states, some really good kids from Tennessee and, and Indiana, uh, Michigan, some Florida kids, and uh, at least five of the commitments, Fred Johnson, Ransom McDermott, Jimmy Williams, Deuce Adams, and Isaac Brown. And so, uh, so the three offensive line commitments will all be here this weekend and, uh, and, 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 and the running back and the quarterback. So you at least get five guys who – 
are going to play here next year or are going to be in the signing class uh, on campus and, and, and a really good, uh, a really good, nice uh, a group of, of recruits that will be here for this game. So I'm excited to, to hear what they have to say and, you know, the atmosphere. I mean, look, this is a, the, the, the Murray State game was a crazy atmosphere, and it was a Thursday night game. I can only think that this is going to be even crazier uh, and that this, this night could be pretty wild, or this afternoon going into an evening could be pretty wild. Yeah, you know, especially coming off the Indiana game, it was, it was pretty cool to see uh, the support, how many Louisville fans made that journey up to Indianapolis to support the Cardinals at Lucas Oil. Um you and I are both of the of the opinion that Louisville fans probably outnumbered the Indiana fans up there, and I think that's just an you know a, a reflection of the growing excitement that that is within this Louisville uh, fan base. You start off three and zero, then I'm I'm with you. I think we're going to see a, a pretty uh, fun environment at LNN Stadium on Saturday. It's a big one. If they yep. get to four and zero, you get to four and zero. I mean, you think about a lot of different things, and I, look. You know, everybody expects to win six and go bowling and that kind of thing, and you hope you can do it each and every year. But you get your first four, and it gives you a lot of of, of play as far as bowls are concerned, and where you go, where you not that not if you go to a bowl game, but where you end up, uh, you know, with a bowl game. So it's a it's a lot yeah. of it, this one's a big one to get to move forward. Yeah, two and zero, oh and to start your ACC play, that's pretty big. Definitely so. For Michael McCammon, I'm Jody Dumbling. This has been our weekly edition of the Cardscast. We'll be back with a game day edition coming up later on in the week. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. 